0: <laughs>
1: oh, man. Uh, you know what's also like a really insane play with that deck? Hmm. Starting what's the podcast. <laughs> hello everyone and welcome to another episode of rune terrible radio i think it's episode number 31 i don't know maybe it's we don't know the episode number (laughs) might be an episode 100 i don't know uh i am your host blevins with me as always is saucy mailman what's up buddy
2: What's going on? I can't believe we're 104 episodes deep of this podcast. Yeah, I didn't it's think insane. we would make
1: it to episode a thousand, but here we are. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but, but, you, it's weird. terra has been around that long.
1: Yeah, we've done uh, <laughs> one episode a week for the last thousand weeks, and apparently that's how long yep. uh, Runeterra has been out. That's what uh,
2: a long time. A long
1: time. I'm not gonna do the. I'm not gonna do the na nope. uh, na pot. You think caster math Can is bad? Chat, Podcaster Will? math is even even worse. But what I'm also bad at is introducing our guests on time. We've got Team IQ competitive LOR player and former, well, I mean, still technically MTG Grand Prix champion, Nola Gold. What's up, buddy?
0: much! I'm really excited that y'all invited me for y'all's uh, episode to commemorate your thousands. thousands, <laughs> thousands episodes, you so know I'm what? We'll,
1: we'll bring you back for yeah. the actual episode 1,000. And uh let's see, how old you know, are we? I'm not doing the math.
2: <laughs> that, no math. We've we've outlawed math already. No math. Yes.
1: No no math whatsoever. But Nola, super, super glad to have you on. I mean, you've been a uh sort of a pillar in the competitive community. Uh just been a grinder for uh, uh for LOR tournaments. Obviously I've Casted you a number of times. You've been in a lot of uh, the different weekly tournaments. You're in Giant Slayer Fight Night, all that stuff. So, want to learn a little bit uh, more about you, and then after that, we'll be talking about some of the events that are going on. The Twitch Rivals event, we'll quickly go over, and then we'll be going over the patch notes, which came out uh, this week, Patch 1.5. But Let's learn a little bit more about our guest, Nola Gold. I always like to start off at the beginning. What what got you into gaming originally?
0: Oh, man. Well, I'm 32 years old, so it started a long time ago. And if i going to take you back to second grade. <laughs> my uh, my uh, I was in a, in, a, in a foster home, and one of my cousins was in high school playing Magic the Gathering, the new hot uh, trading card game. And he needed somebody to play with and uh you know so he taught me how to play. I was in second grade, didn't really know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know, I learned how to play. And then uh whenever like around fifth edition in that, which is roughly ninety-five or whatever, I started playing more and collecting, didn't know what to do, just casual. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <clears throat> then right around seventh or eighth grade, I moved in with my grandma and I'm from New Orleans. to give you a little context Mm -hmm. i'm from down south and my grandma she is uh you know south very conservative Mm -hmm. and magic cards are the devil so she burned all my magic cards i'll never forget i was at my mom she bought me a booster box for uh for christmas and me and my friends opened the packs before christmas because it was friday night magic
1: Mm -hmm. and then
0: put basic lands back in the packs and (laughs) <laughs> tape them up so that I could open them on Christmas, you know, because we need to build a deck for Friday yeah. you know. And then, sure enough, the day before Christmas, my grandma showed up at the house and she just took the whole box and went and burned them. And they were all oh. basically ants and we were laughing. Oh. But anyway, I moved in with her, so, she, you know, I, I couldn't play any card games over there. And then I ran into Yu-Gi-Oh! in middle mm. school. And that was, like, the craze for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I remember I brought home a Summon Skull. She found it in my room and she was like, No, oh, this like the devil. And I was like, <laughs> shit. So then finally uh True I high school and moved back in with my mom. And then I, I ran into this dude at at school and he was talking shit about how oh he'll board be in magic. And I said, Yeah, right. And then we became best <laughs> friends and started playing all the competitive scene, traveling to Texas. Mm-hmm. And and back then there wasn't a very big competitive scene. Mm-hmm. There was like the Pro Tour and established stuff. But as far as, like, on-demand, to a cabin, right. it didn't exist. I mean, we drove 12 hours to play a Grand Prix trial where you could win a box, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> that's how, like, hungry we were for the competition. Yep. And s- since then, it's been like uh, that's all I've been doing is playing and trying to win. And I've found some success in the game. Uh, a lot of top uh, finishes. Uh, i won a Grand Prix. I-, I started hitting it really hard about three years ago. Uh, I, my law firm that I was working for kind of uh, got absorbed and I was like the manager. So <clears throat> I basically took that time to be like, well, I had been streaming for a couple years. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a run. And I traveled all the world every two weeks, went to the big events, grinded the Grand Prix and ended up getting a couple trophies. And uh, that was great. Started a coaching group. Uh, well, joined a, a coaching group, and did that for the last three years. My last coaching session was two weeks ago for Magic because I found this lovely game where I found you guys, Legends Ruin Terra. Mm-hmm. But I've played all the card games. If you you, you name it, I've played it. the the uh, Eternal, I played uh full collections, hitting legend every or whatever you wanna call it, Artstone mm-hmm. Legend, Masters, yeah. whatever, you know, top top of the ladder on just about every game. Duelist, that was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Duelist was cool. <laughs> all these great one. games played them all and the, the 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 support for competitive scene just wasn't attainable i think in like hearthstone like it was just using, and i understood the magic system so i think that was the reason why i just stuck with it as well as being in it forever mm-hmm. but in the past couple of uh few years uh, organized play has just been shuffled around and the goalposts are just undiscernible so oh yeah it, it makes um, no sense <laughs> no it's it's in, I can't I have no
2: idea what's going on anymore.
1: yeah why why would you take something so basic and so like recognizable and easy, like the pro tour and call it something else? like, yeah, we're gonna change it to a mythic championship, okay? Is that more or less than a Grand Prix? Oh, well, we changed the name of Grand Prix. yeah, we were gonna get rid of those as well. Those are They're called magic, magic fests. fests. Okay, so and is a mythic championship it. higher or lower than a magic fest? All and right, pay your to dues. It? Let's go. <laughs> it's like, oh, let's shit. go to the Met.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah, that's uh, a. Yeah. And so that just wound up those. here pretty much from there because magic just lost their minds, I think. And, yeah. uh, you know, design and everything. It's it in as hell. Even the people at the top, they, they don't know what's going on. So, yeah. uh, yep. you know, uncertainty. And I, I, I think this game, being backed by Riot, kind of drew me into it. Mm-hmm. I used to play a little league. Obviously, just Volleybear Top. And <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but You only need to know one know, thing. Fun. That's it. And uh, that, was, that was fun. But uh, I figured I like the competitive sports atmosphere that, that mm-hmm. Riot uh, produces. And being a card game, and I've played all the card games, I just decided to jump all in on the Legend. And I haven't been disappointed with the community tournaments or um the game really mm-hmm.
1: yeah i'm so. i'm I'm wondering because i mean both you know or all of us really have in in very at various levels made the jump from magic to something and it's like now i i definitely can see it because <laughs> magic is completely or magic organized play like you said is just completely wacky land who know? i have no idea yeah. what's going on with it and it's no, I don't know if anyone likes it, but um, you know it's not a an easy thing to do, right? When you've played a game for ten, fifteen, twenty years now, um, it's not always easy making that jump from from that, and especially when it's a car a paper card game where you've made you know some of your lifelong friends, you've got thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars invested in these uh-huh. cards and whatnot. How was that jump over into LOR? Because yeah, and I obviously you know started a podcast and am super into LOR and super happy with it now. But how was that jump into you know essentially fully into to LOR?
0: Well, at first it was a jump that I didn't think I could make. Honestly, like you said, tying up the investment of the cards. Like I've played, I'm, I'm most known for being the Legacy lands expert, which plays a card which has been as high as $3,000 mm-hmm. and everybody plays one, I like to play two. I picked them up for like 250 a long time ago, which mm-hmm. I thought was outrageous. Tabernacle. Then. And <laughs> it's actually an emote on my stream. It's Tabernacle, it's, yeah. it's great. Yep. And uh, the, the biggest part for me is you, and I'm sure Saucy, Magic is is basically not, it's Magic the Gathering. Let's just call it what it mm. is, because without the Gathering, Magic really just doesn't stand so, um, yeah, yeah. and i've met some of my closest friends and i've seen all around the world playing this game i've went to brazil i've been to spain i've been to london all over the place and i've met people that friendships that you know i would have never found mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, in, in, a, in a day-to-day world doing anything else so for that part i do miss that and and as a streamer, I've lost some of my viewership that only tune in for the magic, mm-hmm. and yep. you know I miss some of them people. And they they come back around, and it's like, man, all the good times we had together. But mm-hmm. once you get past that, especially with the COVID deal shutting down all the magic tournaments, you you come over to LOR, and then you you literally spend twenty dollars on the game and have a full collection. Yep. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, wait <laughs> yeah. a minute now. Hold up! I, I haven't dude, even gotten a playset of lands. <laughs> yeah, another way this can work. I, I, you know, like one of
2: yeah. my Magic buddies, he's like, "Yeah, I want to check out Legend of Terra," but like, how many hundreds of dollars is it going to cost me? I'm like, play the game for a couple weeks and drop twenty bucks, and you got everything. Yeah. He's like, "Wait, what?" I'm like, literally, like it. You just, yeah. it's not the same. And we're all conditioned yeah. for Magic. Like, yeah, I need to spend five thousand dollars before this weekend so I can play the deck I want to play
0: feel exploited. Like, if I wasn't as good at the game or as well-connected as I was, Mm -hmm. I just definitely could not have played Legacy for sure, and most Magic, keeping up with standard formats and new stuff, and, I mean, uh, (laughs) I come from humble means, so there's no way It would have been possible. And that's kind of what brings the group together in a way, (laughs) weirdly, Mm -hmm. is that it's so expensive that you really have to rely on other people to make it work uh, and network with people. And so maybe that promoted that. But I mean, at the end of the day, after switching to LOR, I feel like I've been exploited for a long time, you know, even though I beat the system as best as I could.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I used to, I lived, literally lived above a magic store for three years and was roommates with the owners of the store. So like we were as connected as you could be, like had all the standard decks, like we would just be borrow. I mean, when you have that group, you borrow cards and whatnot and like not even not even as much that. It's it's also the, like, you not only have to know a bunch of people and have access to all these cards and spend thousands of dollars, not only that, but also you have to, like manage your essentially your fund of cards like a fucking stockbroker, like a stockbroker you know? and, yeah. and and also the the market isn't regulated by anything except for wizards of the coast who's like oh yeah by the way treasure cruise is banned so all those foil ones that you uh have been picking up for uh for 20 bucks they're now worth 85 cents fuck you yep. uh and yep. it's <laughs> it's so like or reprints you know reprints so reprints. Yeah. i so i Treasure Cruise and Dig Through Time was the big thing for me because I like was went ham on those. I'm like, oh, they're standard cards. They're not gonna ban this isn't Skull Clamp, they're not gonna ban these. This isn't Jace the Mind Sculptor. This isn't Artifact Lands, they're not gonna ban these. Oh, whoops. Uh I I literally bought Jace the Mind Sculptors the week before they got announced banned. I was pissed. No. Granted, those those kept their value, but I can still complain about it. Um but yeah, that that whole thing got me. And and like the 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 outside of the actual game itself of magic is is whatever and I don't wanna I don't want to spend yeah. the whole show bashing it because that's very easy yeah. to do and fun for what it's worth. But uh L O R That'll be episode one thousand and seven. Yeah thousand and seven. Come back in six episodes and we'll do that. Um <laughs> But moving on to like the competitive scene for LOR, because obviously, Nola, you've been I mean, you're in like pretty much every tournament that there is, at least that I've seen uh, for the most part, all the weeklies you've been in uh, fight night, a lot of the invitationals. How is that? uh, How has that experience been for you so far, maybe compared to magic early on? And like, what are your expectations for competitive in general moving forward?
0: Okay. Um, well, generally, and like I, I touched on earlier, I've played all the different card games and generally those games are community run events. There's a lot of community run events where in magic you have like star city games Mm -hmm. and you have wizards of the coast putting on the tournaments. There are small local events you can go to in paper, but if you're playing online, it's all going to be through them. And I never did like community-based events before I started playing LOR, because I'm just I got bad attention disorder, and if I got to pay attention to a Discord and mm-hmm. then like, or before even Discord or some website and follow along <laughs> there and report yeah. my results there. I mean, I I've done it before, but it's just so tedious, and I was like, why mm-hmm. can't this just be in client? And I thought that was gonna be a big problem for a lot of people, and I know some other players that have expressed that same issue when it comes to third-party events. Uh-huh. But once you start doing it, it's not that bad. It's actually not hard at all. You want to get used to it, just like anything. Yeah. And you can condition yourself. And so now I actually like that part of it because it's more small community-based. So I do like the community tournaments a lot. And um, as far as where I think they'll go for the constru- uh, the, the competitive scene... They said that they announced for, what, 1.6? Is that when uh, when the tournament's going to be? Uh, they have announced that they're going to have some kind of tournament, I think.
2: Yeah, there'll like be Eternal a tournament. Riot. Yeah, it's, I don't know it's the exact date,
0: but at some point. And so I, I, it'll be in-client, I guess. And I know for Eternal, they did it one way. But there's one thing I've learned from LORs. They, they're they not scared of trying new things. Mm. So, And Riot... Is behind them, you know, so it could be something wild. I don't know if it's going to be how it's going to be because I'm not that aware of the exact pro scene in their other games because I know TFT recently started their eSports and qualifiers this year, and uh, I haven't paid too much attention to it. So mm-hmm. I would hope that it'll be in-client tournament, maybe something monthly, and then it can qualify you for something or maybe a weekly deal yeah. uh, that can qualify you for a monthly event and that's just what I'm used to, but I'm open to anything. Just tell me what the format is with two weeks notice <laughs> I'm on it. Uh, and I, yeah. I don't complain. a no competitor, baby. That's what it is. I just want to sit down and win every single game. You tell me what the rules are, make sure they got the same rules and let's see what happens. You know, yeah. I'm gonna try and beat it as best I can. And I just take my entire competitive career has been just one game at a time and, and just trying to win every single game I play. And I do that on my stream, I do that. And, and I, I get real bad about it because whenever I stream, I don't pay attention to chat that well. And then they're like, well, man, I asked you a bunch of questions. And I'm like, I'll try to win every game. <laughs> this hey, I got a little gotta win, sorry. Yeah. the last one. And so that competitive spirit that I have mm. is uh, pretty pretty excited about whatever they bring. Um, if it's no good, then, you know, I'm sure you'll be talking about it on your podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, for yeah. sure. I, I'm. I, I hope that we get, like... I would love so. I I hate to say I hate to bring up this program because it's terrible. I, I just preface this, but Magic Online did, and I'm not. And for all the the Zoomers in chat, I'm not talking about MTG Arena. I'm talking about the OG developed in 1990, fucking seven <laughs> Magic Online. Um, <laughs> they did a lot of things horribly, and the program itself is terrible, but. I think that they're like the MOX tournaments, the magic online championship series. Those were run super smoothly. Like you had a ton of different like formats and whatnot that you would have um, feeder events essentially. And every time you would win an event, you'd get a, a QP or qualifier point. You needed to have 60. I don't remember what it was. You needed to have a certain number, number. of qualifier points by yep. the time the next tournament happened, and if you did, you could enter that big tournament for bigger prizes, and then that would be a big tournament throughout, you know, day twos or whatever. And I think if if we took that sort of like format, because it, like it works better for for online, because you could take the the shell of that and then and run it like modern uh, modern online game tournaments are in client, where it's like. Uh, Magic Arena, where it's like you play eight rounds and you need to win, you need to go seven two or whatever. Or you, you, you yeah, you, you need to, you need to win Magic seven stuff. rounds. Yeah, exactly. Eight, eight, seven and two, exactly. Yep. Uh D equals eight. Yep. You need to go, you need to go eight and two or whatever uh, to get to day two and then you, you move on. It, it's not like a, an IRL Grand Prix where you have to, uh, like, you're playing against your opponent and then you wait an hour in between the rounds while everything gets there. And then you move on. And then like you can combine the good from the old and the good from the new and make something that's really cool. I think. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I I like that structure. Just being able to be, you play at your own pace, which is cool. I saw that in the eternal tournaments because day two to a few of their world's qualifiers Mm -hmm. and the way they had it set up, you had a 28 games. They had you play. Oh, and wow. you had to be in a top sixty-four, which I think you could get it with seventeen or eighteen wins, depending on how many people entered in it. Mm-hmm. And you know, that was kind of cool. You had all day to do it, all Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I think, to call, you know, to play.
1: And and MTG Arena did that.
0: Available.
1: Yeah, MTG Arena did that recently too with their like win real money tournament, which was weird to me because I thought the reason they didn't do that is because it's like Against a bunch of like gambling laws or whatever, but apparently they they got it to work Um where it's like the event is running for 24 hours or whatever you need to get you enter for however much, however many gems or, or money you need to get eight wins before you get three losses or whatever. And if you do, you get to day two, et cetera. And like, I, I think that's a super it's a good way to do it and then you can have yeah. you know weekly events where you get qualifier points or you can just have it be an open term it doesn't matter like it's all like i think it i think there's something yeah. there but accessibility
0: is great that's one thing yeah. i loved about lol mm-hmm. and uh just digital games in general is like okay we could just do this whatever time that's like gotta be yeah. the best format
1: yeah I, I mean i would love it if you know post covid if we ever get to go uh to events in person again i would love for there to be like you know big a big like you know grand prix style event irl or like a dream hack or something for lor i think that'd be really cool too but
0: oh yeah
2: yeah it'd be super fun i mean all, all of those that we did for like hearthstone were super fun yeah
1: okay well Enough about LOR competitive. That's boring. Um, actually, JK, we're going to talk about another LOR competitive event that is coming up. Actually, uh, I think next week, um, the LOR portion of it, at least, it is the Twitch Rivals Spirit Blossom event for uh, from Riot. So, if you're unfamiliar with this, it's actually a three-game, uh, a three-game event. It's it's like a triathlon. Yeah, it's like a triathlon. It's part Legends of Runeterra, part TFT, part League of Legends. Um, and I I believe the LOR portion is next week. Um, and actually earlier today, as of this recording, which is on Wednesday, we got the teams actually picked. So they did. They had uh eight team captains. And they each picked from a pool of, I think there was like a couple of hundred different streamers that they could have picked on their teams to try to make a team that can play sort of all three of these games. Um, So I'm really interested to see how this one comes out. Uh, The first note is, of course, like it's not going to be the most like, um, you know, high level LOR event. It's not really meant to be that. But the second note I will mention is that Casanova actually got picked for a team. So, uh, yeah, yeah. my cast, my casting partner, uh, my casting duo and also multi-time rune terrible radio uh, guest Casanova is on Trick 2G's team. He actually got picked in the first round. It was funny uh, watching it, watching it live because he was he was streaming it and he was like, going to talk about it. and we, And I've been talking to him uh, about it for the last week or so, since he knew he was in the, the running for it. And he's like, yeah, I'm probably not going to get picked, but I'm going to message a bunch of people and see what I can do. And like, uh, it's funny. Cause he's like talking, he's like, okay, so Snap here pick. I would pick, he's here. I would pick this person. And it's like the first round. I think it was like sixth pick. And, uh, trick is just like, ah, oh, man, my pick got picked. My first round pick got picked. Um, uh, well, this guy has "hots" in his name, so I'm gonna pick Casanova Hots, and Casanova <laughs> didn't even realize it because we were—he was streaming it live. He was like, "Wait, did I just get picked?"
2: He's <laughs> like, "Oh, okay, that's pretty. That's yeah, hilarious.
1: It is." And actually, uh, apparently, um, one of uh, our uh, contacts that was in contact with Scara, who was one of the other captains, messaged her and was was asking about casa like literally seconds before he got picked so there was multiple people uh 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 going after him but um chomping yeah so at the bit. yeah chomping at the bit for casanova so that'll be a fun event Casas in it uh bbg another uh, uh lor streamer swim was actually one of the captains so another rune terrible radio uh guest and then there's a couple other i think I'm trying to think who else there was. Oh, Hyped. Hyped also um, got picked up. He's a, obviously a, a a streamer and tournament player. And I think there was a couple other dog who won the last Twitch Rivals, but yeah. he's not really a, an LOR player. But should be cool. I mean, and I'm not I'm not sure how competitive the, uh, the LOR portion of this is going to be, but it should be a fun event.
2: I love the idea of it, though. It's pretty cool. Like, I, wh- whoever put this together, I give them props because it's pretty sweet. Some people were like, oh, Sausage, do this. I'm like, I've literally never played a game. Like, I don't know how League of Legends work. And, like, yeah. I haven't played TFT. In, I, the last time was probably with you, Blevins. So, like, oh, months yeah. ago. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's
2: super cool. I love the idea of this.
1: Mm-hmm strife crow is another uh, tft or uh, lor player that got picked up too yeah. so that's cool yeah it seemed like the the strategy from a lot of the captains was like we're going to uh have a solid league team and hope that we can get one player that can teach everyone else how to play the other games yeah <laughs> so um it makes sense yeah we'll talk about the results of at least the lor portion uh probably uh, I don't know if it will be done by next episode, but whenever the following episode yeah. we'll talk about it but
2: and when the whole thing's over after you know one of our friends wins we'll we'll yeah, have when, him on
1: once Kasa, yeah when when Casa wins, we'll have him on
0: yeah exactly um, easy yeah is a pickup for the tournament it seems like
1: he Casa actually is a uh, like no joke an actual good pickup because he obviously is a good l o r player um He's not like up to date with TFT but he casted the Giant Slayer TFT Fight Nights for a whole year essentially. Yeah. Um and like will only take a little bit of time to get up to like the current yeah, meta. Yeah, just figure out the meta. And then yeah. he was literally a Heroes of the Storm professional player for an HGC team and was like a like diamond master level league player. So like not I mean There are people there apparently uh, swim like randomly picked up someone who like just got cut from a hundred thieves, like the uh, the LCS team. Yeah. So like got an actual like sleeper pick, like insanely, (laughs) like, like hot off the presses, like just like people were complaining because they were saying he was a pro player, but he's actually like just like terminated the contract with, with hundred thieves like recently. Um, So there's like, there's some actual like, super top level league players but i mean compared to some others i think uh you know Cass is probably a pretty good pick there
0: it is a team sport though yeah
1: true <laughs> so
0: yeah yeah
1: i i know i would be I, some people were asking me too and i'm like N- i would be the worst pick for this i'm like yeah i'm like all i'm like passable at lor i'm passable at tft and uh i'm complete duck shit at league of legends so
2: yeah, I think the only games I've played were with you, Blevins, of League of Legends. Mm. We've played like three games. I'm like, hey, against, I can Garen against a couple the AI. People. Yeah, against yeah, the I'm AI. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm basically a number one pro at this point, because I played like three yeah. AI games as Garen. Let's do this. Yeah. I can win. <laughs> I, I was
1: saying that back when I first started playing was before Ranked came out. So technically, that means I'm Challenger, right? Because I didn't. Yeah. I played yeah, before it, Season 1. It didn't one. exist. It didn't, didn't yeah. exist. Therefore, yep. must be Challenger. Okay, <laughs> so we'll talk about that more uh, as that progresses. But one thing we definitely want to talk about here is the patch notes for patch 1.5. They are out. Yeah. They're here. If you're listening to this now, you can go play, and they are out. Uh, this patch is uh, has happened. So the first thing here... Um, So they talk a little bit about balance in 1.5 and beyond. Uh, You know, I think the big big talking point for this section is everyone this week was talking about how there's an emergency patch and like, oh, they're going to do this emergency patch and how many people are predicting, like, how many things are going to be changed and like, oh, this is going to be a huge emergency patch. I saw some crazy
2: predictions, yeah.
1: Holy crap. People were like, oh, this emergency patch is going to fix everything. I'm like, uh... (laughs) I think you folks may. They're be, removing
2: Heimerdinger from the game! I think
1: uh, maybe you're uh, <laughs> having a few too many uh, expectations from this in between patch. <laughs> you're going to say whiskeys. A few too many whiskeys. A few too many whiskeys with your patch notes. Um, so, yeah, they are going to. Yeah, patch 1.5 contains a couple of balance changes that we originally slated for patch 1.6, so I guess that's technically like the emergency patch as part of our normal monthly balance cadence. Uh, while we're not going to start making balance patches every patch, we saw an opportunity to quickly turn around a few key changes and get them in your hands in the process, blah, 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 blah. Um, As we covered in the last thing, starting in August, we'll introduce new cards to LOR every two months, which means we also need to update how we think about the approach uh, and approach balance over the life of the set, we're still considering how exactly we'll adjust. Uh, but look, blah, blah. Basically, they're still open to how they're going to uh, they're going to change cards. And they mentioned that in the next patch, so patch 1.6, they are currently working on adjustments to some of Heimerdinger's associated cards, a la his bots, uh, reworking discard units to increase their satisfaction and usability. I'm guessing that's like uh flame chompers
0: I think. Flame treasure?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's how what what they're talking about. And then adjustments brash to gambler. or just what?
0: Brash gambler?
1: Oh, brash gambler. Yeah. Interesting. I I'm, I I'm not I mean we'll see what what they mean exactly. Uh I have an yeah.
0: idea.
1: Yeah, discard units. Ooh. That would be what's your idea? Oh, yeah, what's the
0: idea? Remember when they changed rummage to where you can do it with only one card? What if you can play yeah. those cards with no cards in hand if you have none?
1: That'd be substantially better. E- th- that would make the card super good, right? Yeah,
0: but they, they would mean, more more inclination to play them for sure. Because like yeah. nothing's worse than drawing. You yeah got to play some treasure. You draw it. Yeah, every time. That's right. always
2: your top and, deck. That's
0: all about discarding cards, right? So you play those kind of decks, it always feels bad when you draw something like that. So maybe that might be a rework they might be doing. Yeah. Be I don't think it would be too overpowerful, but it would make them a lot more playable. It would oh.
1: definitely make Bratch Gambler much nicer of a oh,
0: card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that card would be nuts. That, yeah, card, that card already, I think.
1: Good. I think low-key we might be sleeping on that card a little bit.
0: Yeah. Well, i see seen Monolite with the casino deck, and I've played it and put a third one in it, and I was like, whoa, this card is good.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not sold on the whole deck, but I think that that card might be. I remember I played that card. I'm like, why am I playing all this trash in here though? Like, it's like oh, it gets discarded. It's like yeah, but why don't I just play good cards instead of this trash? But it's another story. No
0: gamble, no future, man. Come on.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wants to play good cards. And here's the here's the big brain. So Blevins over here. He's he's got the small brain True. plays. You head. put you put shit cards in your deck for when they get nabbed big brain
1: oh that is that is galaxy brain yeah it's like yeah so if you have garbage
2: trash to your cards they're just gonna take your hot garbage
1: that's true and when they take oh wow it's even bigger brain because then they take your cards that require you to discard so it's kind of like you're playing your own discard spells yeah
2: and they don't want to play those because like crap i can't i can't play this brash gambler what the heck
1: Unless you can now, if we if yeah, that's then the they change do. that's happening, then you happening. lose. Yeah, yeah, then you lose. So. Interesting, uh, <laughs> and they're also doing adjustments to direct uh, not a nexus damage on cheap noxus units. So the uh, demolitionist <laughs> and disciple, maybe the you know the the the, the wombo combo <laughs> that's been uh, going on there. So, yeah, I think obviously uh, Heimerdinger is a big piece of the meta right now to say the least so yeah i think um changing him is going to be the easiest thing because it's like you don't want to have to like uh well this is this this effect really makes sense at three mana but also we have to factor in the 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 fact that heimerdinger is going to abuse it if it's a three mana spell like you think about it like right now can they ever print uh, a playable Ionia or PNZ three mana spell with Heimer? How no. al- it's <laughs> right now? Like you can't, you can't do another one, right? Like it would be, it would just be too insane.
0: It, it does limit design space. Yeah. The way it's configured currently.
1: Yeah. So I wonder if, I don't know. I don't know, We'll, we'll see what they do, but I'm, I'm interested. Um, So the other thing from this patch uh, before the balance changes or the card updates is labs. So labs are in the game and this week it is a Ram. So if you haven't played it yet, it is live right now and uh, you start the game and it shows you four champions. You can essentially mulligan them like you would mulligan any cards. Those cards those champions start in your deck, and there's notably, or they, they start in your hand, there's notably no region restrictions. so you can have four different regions in your deck, and yep. it will m- automatically make a deck for you with those cards. So, uh, Saucy, have you gotten the chance to play it at all?
2: I haven't. No, it came out today, and I've been yeah. at work all day. I got home and jumped on the podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm excited. This has been, uh, it, it's, so the the gauntlet mode is one thing that you know we have a lot of people like it a lot of people don't mm-hmm. um i've been saying i i want labs to just be a fun mode with no rewards mm-hmm. so that i don't have to hear people bitching about not getting their rewards <laughs> from the game mode
1: oh my god we've had
2: a lot of a lot of angry <laughs> people like i didn't get my seven wins in gauntlet so riot should burn in hell we've been having like some angry people but i'm excited for not even specifically this lab but just labs in general yeah um because they said they're going to get a new one for each balance patch correct or did i make that up
1: uh i think this one currently is two weeks so yeah yeah
2: Yeah. every patch after 1.5 we'll have a new updated lab um so just the idea of this fun crazy mode that just breaks the rules of the game they can just put things aside and do Mm -hmm. insane stuff um i love it i think it's super cool i'm excited to play it um you know i'll be playing this more than i should uh (laughs) so i'm I'm ready for i love this kind of stuff
1: yeah nola what about you what do you what do you think about the labs
0: well i haven't got to try them yet but i do like that they're going to have different formats every two weeks for them, and they can break the game in different ways. Mm And I I like how they're using it as kind of like a test for what Mm -hmm. they can add to the game in the future as well. And, of course, just wild games is good because it can separate maybe some variants from the regular part of the game, Mm -hmm. and they can add it more for the people that that could be maybe for for them. Because I hope it doesn't become too Hearthstone, you know? Yeah. Like, game overall but you can have a good element of that Mm -hmm. in a a controlled space. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I I think one good thing about something like this is like for when you are grinding ladder, when you are, you know, playing seriously, preparing for a tournament, um, like when you're trying to hit high, you know, high ranks, whatever, this gives you something that you can use to kind of cool off if you're on a losing streak um, or if you're getting tilted, Mm -hmm. like it's a way to keep people inside the client versus then just jumping out and playing something else. Um, Yeah, so I think it's it's kind of smart to have a more goofy fun mode even for if you are you know a high-ranking competitive player
1: yeah I think it's really good in that sense um I I played it a little bit and I think that the the this game mode is 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 kind of fun um I think I got as much out of it as I want in the in the first three games that I played of it because it just kind of felt like it it felt a I don't I don't even know how to put it it I, I didn't really get too much out of it, I don't think. but I, I think the the lab itself um, or the concept of labs is absolutely like one of, I mean there's been a lot of super innovative things that the LOR team has done. but I think this is a really good like, hey, we can push the boundaries of something. We can, hey, maybe they do a lab where you bring three decks uh, and you play like a best of three or something like that, or best of five, or you can ban, like maybe they do things like that, or maybe they, you know, we talked about like, maybe there's some sort of like EDH thing where you have a champion that is your, your, you know, your commander. Commander. That would be kind of cool. Um, I think it would be limited right now, given the card pool. But I also think that if you did EDH with one set of cards, it would be pretty limited and not that fun either. Yeah. Um, So, I really like that, that they're able to push the boundaries. I think that it's... I I do agree with you, Saucy. Even just, like, going into your chat, the number of people who are like, oh, this gauntlets are so stupid because uh, I didn't get seven wins. It's like, well, um, dude, I... I got I got seven wins on my alt with a a, a da- with on an account that has no cards. So yeah, I don't think it was I don't think it's the mode's fault, bro. <laughs> like you know, um, and it
2: was as I was it, like on my seventh game. I'm like, this is an impossible game mode. No one can get seven wins. I'm like, I literally just like I'm about to yeah. do that right now. Yeah. Like yeah people just like to complain so i'm hoping this is something that people can't complain as much about because it even if like like you said so you know you you played your few games if you're not playing it again like it's just a free extra mode Mm -hmm. like i'm hoping you're not bitching about something that there's no incentive to play it you don't have to play it there's no rewards it's just there if you want to yeah don't bitch about it like if you don't want to play it sweet don't play it
1: (laughs) yeah and you do get... You can get your... Like, it counts towards your daily quests and whatnot. So, like, and you can play with friends. It, oh, you can play with friends? Yes. What? Okay, never mind. I'm, I'm in on this. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. Uh, lab tournament? What? What? Yep. That's pretty sweet, actually. I did not realize that. that. It's really sweet. Lab uh, tournament?
0: Yep. Question mark?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so not. when you go to
2: what you do is when you go to challenge a friend, there's two choices that pop up, a standard match or a lab.
1: Ooh, that's actually that is actually sick. Um Yeah, yeah I, I think overall it's really good and I, I one of the there's a couple of things at work here because on the one hand like you generally don't want to like divide your um your player base like you kind of want them to be playing you want the majority of them probably playing ladder and then like you yeah. have other game. like you don't want it to be like split um and like for whatever reasons uh but i don't think this is really going to split anything because this is like no. you said it's not like a competitive mode it's not like another ladder it's not a i don't even think it keeps track of how many times you win i think it's just it's just there for fun it's just yep. there to test out like hey we can do a mode that's like a, even like a super like on the fly draft, like you think about uh, expedition as like a more in depth thing. Like they can do something like this and have it be like a draft. Maybe that's a format or a something draft. like that. You have yeah. five
2: seconds to make your pick. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Um. And I I think it's I think it's really cool that they're doing this, and I um I'm excited to see what else they uh what else they um. Give us with with Dude. the labs and the futures. Yeah, in the it's future, it's pretty sweet. Okay, so the meat and potatoes here it, again is not as much as I think people were expecting, but we got two cards changed, which, for what it's worth, is two more than we would normally get on a patch like this. But yeah, exactly. Hilford Goods has gotten <laughs> air quotes nerfed uh, from two cost up to three. Uh, I always had to put the air quotes when something becomes a three mana spell with Heimerdinger in the game, by the way. Um, yep. But overall, obviously, um, you know, we've talked about Nab and, and Yoink, whatever you want to call it, uh, ad nauseum on the show. But uh, I'm, I'm curious, Nola, what do you think about this change specifically? And what do you think? What, where do you stand on Nab in general?
0: Nab, I do like that they gave it a key word. Nab. Uh, Stealing cards from your opponent's deck makes it really hard as a competitive deck. Because one good thing that uh, one skill that I've acquired is like being able to tell what's in my opponent's hand, Mm -hmm. you know, eliminate possibilities. And it's really whenever they steal from you. (laughs) Got to account for your deck on top Mm -hmm. of it. It just doubles the effort there. And you can. It, it becomes very difficult, and it creates a lot of feel-bad moments. Like, mm-hmm. I like to play a lot of kick mm-hmm. and that deck Draven Lee Sin, getting in there with the Lee Sin, kicking him with the Might, and yep. most decks can't interact with it at all, outside of a couple things, and you know what those things are, but yep. your deck also plays Wool of Ionia and King Cuss of Ball. So, yep. anytime you get stolen from you just, like, worry that they're, you know, that they're gonna come get you. You know? And yeah. that feels bad, But I don't think it's overpowered, and I do not Mm -hmm. think that this pilfer goods nerf, uh, AKA buff, (laughs) uh, is is really an attack on the mechanic itself. Mm -hmm. It it will be see less play because it does cost less mana. But I think you just have to look at it from a card design perspective, and that's let's look at how hard it is to trigger plunder. It is not Mm -hmm. because the natural flow of the game is going to be damage as well as the warning shot. Yeah. So, the warning shot in the order Yoda grifter is too easy. You can just assume that by turn five, it would have happened right at some point, yeah, and and not be inconvenient. So, since the the entry cost is not that high, the draw two doesn't really cost you anything. It's a two mana draw two. Mm-hmm. We'll just call it that. And it is a random two, but you can assume that if you're playing competitively that your opponents probably get the same thing unless right. they're like really competitive and on the next level and have saucy skills. And <laughs> yeah, it you know, comes, comes with shit here. <laughs> yeah, you know, play a bunch of trash. Trash and awesome champs. Yep. Because you can't yep. have that. True. <laughs> and then uh, you, we're looking at a two-mana draw, too. And you compare that to other games and other... Even just at, if you compare it to this game, you look at Glimpse. That's going to have to... you It's going to cost you something to draw the two. To right. Glimpse Beyond. And then any other kind of card draw, a deep med. That one got moved up to five, but is three sometimes. Or right. so oh, it's more conditional. Uh, the deep meditation, I think, than the uh, the plunder. So two mana to draw two is with, with no condition is too much. Yeah. So make it divinate. for speed. In magic terms three mana. Yeah. And, <gasps> It's just more fair, I think, especially when you can still pair it with cost reduction from black market merchants. Mm-hmm. So, too manages, Yeah. It's too much. The I, I, yeah. I, I po- advantage of the game is where you get the issues.
1: Yeah, 100%. I, I posted on Twitter uh, my thoughts on NAB in general, and I think the the Hearthstone card Trade Prince Gallywix actually encapsulates my thoughts of how i th- i i i personally imagine the the um the the mechanic working like in an ideal world like trade prince gallwick's um if you're unfamiliar it's like a i think a 6 mana legendary uh unit which is kind of kind of like a champion in hearthstone if you're unfamiliar um and it has an ability where every time your opponent casts a spell you steal Copy of that, or it creates a copy of that spell in your hand, and they get a uh, essentially a free mana coin, uh, a free mana card. So it's like a super strong effect, right? Kind of like Nab is a pretty strong effect. I don't think it's it's not as strong as that, but it's a pretty strong effect. But Trade Prince Galloix was not a broken card, I don't think by any means. Now, granted, there's a lot of different. Differences between Hearthstone and Lor. You can only run one uh, legendary, one copy of a legendary card in your deck. So there's that. So I'm not trying. It's not directly apples to apples here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, Just an example. Yeah, but you've got a really strong effect that's on a an expensive sort of legendary card, and that effect feels legendary. It feels unique. It feels kind of crazy. Which I I feel like nab should be like stealing cards from your opponent's deck feels like it should be a big explosive like legendary-ish type of effect i don't think it should be like the ancestral recon <laughs> ancestral recall right <laughs> like you know yeah. like yeah so uh, that's not what nab is so i'm not saying oh. You know, completely rework, to get rid of, you know, change what pilfered goods does, and put nab on riptide Rex that type of thing. I'm not saying to do that because that would wouldn't really, that'd be too big of a change. But I, I I do think that making pilfered goods three mana now is a small step in the right direction. Like, if we're not going to have nab be in that sort of category, and it is going to be more of a bilge water like. Not evergreen ability, but like a a more recurring or a thematic ability for like a Bilgewater. Theme. Then let's start by not also having it be the best draw spell in the game. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, two two mana for two cards at burst speed, like at split second speed, is insane. Yeah.
1: I don't so. care where the cards are being drawn from. I will take but yeah, the it's two just card advantage.
2: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is, and like I get into that argument all the time with people who just they're like oh it's you know it, it's the fact that it's taken from their card their hand or like their deck and i'm like no it's it, even if it's just card advantage i don't care yeah. what the cards are like that's why even like Karma's inside of ages or whatever like yeah it's just good because you're getting more cards right like the it's it, just getting more cards is good so yeah it's the the card's insane it's still good at three mana mm-hmm. um i i I guess I say this every time there's any card changes, but I do like them, um, Riot's, like, balancing how they just make incremental smaller changes to cards Mm -hmm. rather than they just make it, like, eight mana and say, we're not going to see this card play. We're going to just grind it, you know, into Oblivion. I like them just making smaller changes, especially a mid-patch like this, because this isn't a balanced patch. Like, this is a a content bug fix patch. Um, They just so happen to make two, you know, card changes, so... And for everyone, like, I, they should have nerfed some more things. I'm like, this isn't the balance patch. That's the next one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is the emergency balance patch. Yeah. Yeah. The emergency yeah. So
1: fix everything balance patch. Which I don't know. Like, it was funny because so I knew about the patch like a little bit before. Um, and people are like, I see people talking about it and they're like, oh, man, this emergency patch is going to fix so many things. And I'm like, where did they say that they were going to do? What makes you think that? Yeah. I'm just curious, and no one ever gave me an answer. Like, Reddit. oh, I saw, I saw it on a thing, and, and they said it, and it's gonna be an emergency patch. Am like, okay. I going okay?
2: I saw that. this streamer. He said he saw an article on Reddit from another streamer. He saw from someone he knows who works at Stream- Riot as
1: a janitor. <laughs> streamer said card was good. I won game with. I won game three with card. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, that must me be so broken. Good
0: especially good paired with mechanic yeah, acts. <laughs> yeah. that's why weird. for
2: I, I'm, I'm here trying to do the opposite i'm over here playing all this garbage bullshit so when people come in like see the stuff i'm playing like oh my god like this Jay Madara deck is nuts Jay yeah. Madara must be good now
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oof. he's not oh, I, wish, yeah. I wish he card was is hot trash what is he? What is he? A six mana four for now or something like that? Doesn't have a Lucifer? I don't know.
0: He's that, just that's how sure. I found the saucy man. I found saucy, uh, un, unyielding the eggs, man. I mean, the, yeah. unyielding kegs, dude, That's how I found yeah. saucy. I was like, oh, I love it. I love the brew. Like, I'm a competitive player, but man, I love a brew. And i play playing tier decks, and so I'm always looking in the corner, corner, corner creative mm-hmm. minds that just come up with some mm-hmm. craziness and then work it into a competitive meta. Yep, and then once tier one, I jump on the next thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> <Yeah, once, laughs> you know, too cool. I'm, I'm too hip for this. I'm running over this one. It, it was, it was funny. Yeah,
1: got my it, it was funny. So you played in the first week of giant slayer fight night, which Casanova and I, uh, essentially worked on the format for, and the format without going into too much detail, the, the format was bring two decks. And then in the off chance that there was a bracket reset, Instead of doing a full bracket reset, we had a players would bring a third secret deck and play a best of one with the secret deck that no one knew about. Uh, it, I th- I still think that's kind of a cool idea, but we can just do a bracket reset. We we, but I, when when uh, we were talking about it after the tournament, I'm like, so did, did Nola bring kickaxe for a secret deck? It's like, oh yeah, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> I wanted to see. I'm like, I needed to see. Uh, oh, man. I needed I to the see
0: the kickaxe. Oh, yeah, you
1: gotta. Gotta have the, oh, yeah, gotta gotta, gotta have the yeah. Dravenly Sin kickaxe. I yep. love it.
0: Dude, I, I actually did a video today. I, I brought it back into the new meta, and it actually is quite good against the Bald Eagle deck. Mm. It's uh, real popular. The mid-range Bald Eagle, and you just throw an extra deny in there for the Vengeance. That deck doesn't really pressure Ooh. you. It gives you plenty of time to set up the old might kick you in the head.
1: I love it. I
2: think this is a really good time for deny, by the way. I think deny is a great
1: oh, yeah. choice of a card right Denai now. Deny is quite good. Right, yeah, where are all the people? Calling. What's that? Oh, calling Strike.
0: Ooh, calling, strike. Strike. Yeah, I, calling I strikes yeah. real good. But I just throw a couple in there. You know, the card's meta.
1: Kills Braum. Kills Anivia. Those. Egg. Kills uh, Heimerdinger. Elusives. Kills yeah. Kills all the elusives. Kills Ezreal. Agra, yeah. yeah. Works against aggro. Yeah. True. Not good against yeah. Draven. It's Draven time. I found out that unless your
2: opponent's bad,
1: true. I found out that the voice actor for Draven is the same voice actor for Jax, and also he's a big bearded Viking-looking dude. I he's my new hero. Don't
2: tell everyone it's me. Oh, sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. Uh, It's a breach of contract. Oh, yikes! Uh, Yikes! (laughs) Uh, We'll delete that. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we have one other change that happened as well. Uh, Also, well, actually. Pilferd Goods wasn't impacting uh, the pinky in the brain, a.k.a. Vimer deck. Solitary Monk is now a 3-3 uh, from a 4-3. So... Yep. Again, I think, you know, we didn't need to have <laughs> Solitary Monk randomly be the best, like, card. in the, like, we, like, when you think about it, I was thinking about this the other day, and... uh I'm like, if you think of Elusive as flying, which it is in, in magic terms, it's like... Yeah. Solitary Monk is a three-mana Sarah Angel. And, like, Sarah Angel's not always... Is not always... But, it like, playable... Isn't really playable and constructed these days. But, like, that was, like, the best card out there for a long time. So, when you have a three-mana Sarah Angel, that's at least, like... Uh, my, you know, alarms are going off a little bit. And, like... Oh it seems like every time uh riot in lor has come up with a downside it's actually just turned into uh an upside with very little oh yeah very little need for uh deck deck building choices just like the
2: downside of glimpse being oh you have to kill one of your dudes yeah that won't ever be a good thing <laughs> that yeah. won't stop all the ezreal shots <laughs>
0: oh so I was playing, praying for a glimpse in a game the other day and I was like, man, if I could just draw me a glimpse, mm-hmm. if I could draw me a vengeance and if I could draw me a ruination and kill my own thing. Yep. Uh, yep.
1: So crazy. But overall, I mean, what do you think, uh, Saucy, about the, the change to Solitary Monk? Is it enough? Are we going to still see, like, is Solitary Monk still going to be the, like, the powerhouse that it is?
2: Uh, the, the thing I like about this change is it makes it to where you don't just throw this in decks that have no reason playing it Mm. just because it is the best three drop. Mm -hmm. Like if three mana, like you said, three mana, four, three elusive is just insane. Um, it makes you actually think like, are are you actually playing things that want to have recall synergy more Mm. often? Mm Um, I, and that's how I feel about just any card, any card that's an automatic include in every deck. If you're in that region, I think it's too good. Yep. um Or at least needs not not necessarily that it needs to be changed, but it, it, you know, just it's very strong. And this is a card that it can feel oppressive, especially you know, it's it's so early for a f- for that aggressive of a card. Like right. you can lose to it so fast. And now, calling Strike kills it. So take that.
1: True. Uh, Nola, do you think that we're going to be seeing Solitary Monk in all the Ionia decks still?
0: No, I think Saucy pretty much hit it on the head right there. Uh, And I do think that this is a good example of how the dev team approaches changes because this makes you just want to add a little bit more synergy instead Mm -hmm. of just throwing it in there. Or maybe the consideration to your deck build will be, let me add a couple more of this Mm -hmm. that wouldn't mind getting returned and paired. And it was just out and out the best 3-drop. I mean, i played it in every standalone I own you deck yeah. I had they nerf stand alone and it just wins a game by itself with relentless pursuit and you know it's just so yeah. aggressive so fast and uh sturdy like now like you said it can get, get hit get got by the golden strike so uh I like that they make things their nerfs make you have to think and be more creative in making it still have potential because it still has potential mm-hmm. it's still good it's still a good rate but yeah. it's not going to be the auto-include, and you're going to have to actually be creative, a little bit more creative in your deck builds, which I like as a brewer myself. Yeah. And,
1: uh, oh, sweet. One thing that is uh, maybe deceptively massive about this change is four-power elusive. That's a five-turn clock on its own. Three-power, it's a seven-turn clock. So that's yep. It's effectively... One power is adding two turns that you need um you know if you were just gold fishing with the solitary monk, so certainly is not the threat it once was uh for sure um i I do like the and i think it's an it's a probably a good um just philosophical dev uh decision to make is like. I think that they may have talked about it in the intro. I'm not going to go check because I'm too lazy. They they want to sort of move away from like what you were saying, Saucy, of just having like, oh, we've got generically good cards, so you need to put it in all of the decks. It's like yeah. when Chump Wump was a 4-4, four, four, it's like, yeah, yeah, you don't really care about um, Puff Caps, but also you just want a 4-4 four, for four, four that draws you like, even if it's like two quarter cards, like, you just want to play that no matter what um like avaros and Hearthguard, right five six right what exactly um it's just like we can you know taking away stats um on a card like this it's like okay now you want to be more thematic yes it still has elusive yes it has the the same um Y- you know recall abilities and it's still going to be good in your you know your Yasuo type deck I know I said that something is going to be good in the Yasuo deck Eric Thomas is is crying tears of joy right now um <laughs> but it's not like oh well my random Ionia deck that has no other elusives um and doesn't and 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 actually sees the recall all other allies as a downside is still jamming this because it's just so good um that that they want to take away from the like like what Hearthstone felt like in the first set where it was like you've got you know, fifteen cards that are neutral cards that are in every single deck because they're yep. that good. I'm thinking like Shattered Sun Cleric and Argent Commander, Knife Juggler, Knife Juggler Chillwind Yeti, Sylvanas, like all those cards yep. in the early days of Hearthstone, like literally first set like beta. Every deck had a Karen Bloodhorn or Bloodhoof, yeah, what whatever him. his name yeah. is. Uh, was they were in every single deck because they were neutral cards and they were really good. Um, and then you filled out with whatever class you picked. It's like, okay, well, I'm yep. playing a Hunter deck. I'll play a little more aggressive. I'm playing a Warlock deck. Maybe I'll play a Handlock, and that maybe that's a little bit different. But yeah, I um. I, I like that they're moving more towards like, we're going to have stronger cards, but they're stronger when you have the pieces to build around it. Like, yeah. Solitary Monk is a strong card, but you need to, you know, maybe Solitary Monk's not a good example, but like, you, you get what I'm saying, where it's like, Chump they Wump. want, yeah, Chump Womp is a strong card still, but it's not always going to be super good like it was it's like it's a it's a really strong card when you get value off of playing cheap spells or you get value off of putting puff caps in the deck solitary monkey you playing a,
2: starlet seer
1: exactly bam. who goes now. so i uh i mean i think these are all things that we will see as more cards come out and as they expand but it's nice to see that they're making these they're pushing this earlier on so I think that's all. Yeah, yeah. I like it.
2: And uh, it, the other thing, just like not even the cards themselves, it's good to see them not being afraid to change cards yes. n- mid-balance patch cycle. I think that's important and like a good yes. takeaway. Um, just like if something does, if there is something that does become like super degenerate and breaks the game and is mm-hmm. an 80% win rate and 90% of the latter, like they're not afraid to be like, all right, yeah, maybe we kick that yeah. back a bit.
1: Yeah, and it's not like um, you know, you spent fifteen dollars buying your uh, solitary monks and fooling them out, and uh, oh, then man. then the riot bans them, uh, rip everyone who bought Ocos. Um, actually, I, yeah. those are probably yeah. still worth a lot, but I
2: don't know. They're, they're
0: not. The FTP of this game really gives them a lot of liberty in that way, mm-hmm. which is pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, I mean they really from an ethical standpoint, they can change whatever cards they want cuz like it's not even Hearthstone like it has like they will refund you thing. They'll refund you dust and whatnot uh when something gets changed because there's that like
2: I spent $300 each set. <laughs> right. Kind there's so
1: much like People in like they incentivize you to spend more money, and you're opening random hacks and all that stuff. So like they f- like ethically, they should be giving you stuff back. I d- really don't think that they need to in Lor because it's so no. simple to get cards like.
2: And like the their balance philosophy is so much different because the stuff they're nerfing is still playable. So it's not like mm-hmm. because they changed Avaros and Hearthguard to be a five five instead of five six it still works in decks. Like it's still a right. good card, you know, same with, you know, chump, womp, whatever this mm-hmm. card is still going to be good. Like both the cards that got changed pill for good and monk, they're both still completely fine mm-hmm. cards. They're not suddenly, Oh, never sees play again. Yep. Like, uh you're still going to be seeing some solitary monks.
0: <laughs> yep. Brr. Yeah. And that goes back to their core, core principle of trying to make sure that every card has a home in a way, mm-hmm. which is, I think when I first read that some months ago, it's like man that's ambitious as hell. Yep. But they've been they've been doing pretty well with it, you know. And yeah. uh we'll, we'll, well I'm 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 holding on hope that they they stick to that and then Yeah. uh and it's cool because you know, I'm a, I'm a brewer too and it's nice that every card can find find a way. Like the I've been like the Rin Shadow Blade, They changed that one.
2: Yeah, he's cool.
0: That mm-hmm. one's cool. I couldn't find find it for it before, you know. There's no, too much man. was mana. hot trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I was like, I try it for anything with man. Oh man, <laughs> that one's like oh one. Un- yep.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I, I I remember thinking the same thing when they're like, yes, every card will have a home. I'm like, okay, dude, okay. But when you think about, they're not like they don't have all this random like draft chaff in like they, There's a couple of cards like. You know the two mana one fours and whatnot, and the three mana seven, like two, five seven, new. 6
0: overwhelm, the seven six overwhelm
1: yeah. too. Yeah, the
2: Alpha Claw or whatever his name is.
1: Yeah, Alpha. Dude, I got beat all-star. down by those the other day it's, in Expedition.
0: Expedition All Star. Yeah, <laughs> he, he is, is. Expedition All Star.
1: Yeah, but like I, I my um my buddy who's a a, a Hearthstone streamer Peach, uh, he started playing Lor and. He was like, I mean, he's been, he's been, um, you know, he's played Hearthstone since the beginning and he's asking me like, oh man, how, how much money am I going to have to spend? And I'm like, dude, don't spend anything. And he's like, well, should I craft these cards? Which, which champion should I craft first? I'm like, you can craft whatever champion you want. They're all playable in something like, yeah. it, like you don't get duplicates. He's like, I'm like constantly like blowing his mind. Like it's like, what, you don't get duplicates? What, they're all playable in something? Like, what? I can actually, like, I, I'm not going to feel terrible for crafting these cards early. It's like, yeah, no, you can, you pretty much, like, you, you want to have, like, a full having a full collection actually means something and is actually, like, good to have because, yeah, like, it's, it's and useful. And attainable. Right, and it's attainable, <laughs> like, right. Yeah.
2: I mean, just let them know I made Timos back before that card saw True. any play and True. had a good time.
1: Yeah. And it's still good. He's, st- he's still he's still playable he's still playable
2: people but. who think he needs a buff should not talk <laughs> that would be not okay
1: what if they made him a but he should grade? have scout what if yeah he definitely should have a scout god yeah be he cute. should have scout he's so he should have scout.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean he's a scout it's he it's is dramatic. a scout
1: someone Come what on. was someone oh someone was suggesting that uh if you buff timo when you play him he should have randy savage's voice- macho man randy savage's voice Ooh. I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. I, might, I think might they should make that. it to where when you play Teemo,
2: it creates a fleeting potion of iron in your hand. <laughs> like, give him the, get him the Katarina treatment.
1: Yeah, just gives him the potion of iron. That would be Yeah. Fun. Make Teemo a <laughs> zero one one scout. That would be interesting. Um, but that's pretty much it for the patch. There's some card clarity uh, changes, which I'm glad that they do because... I want it to be more like magic and less like Hearthstone in the, like, I know what my cards are going to do when I cast them uh, stance. And then, of course, there's a bunch of expedition changes, but we are, as usual, not going to go over those. Um, One last thing to note is that the vault is now going, is moving from Tuesdays to Thursdays. Yep. so uh and apparently they're doing a mini vault like between now which is wednesday and tomorrow which is thursday uh and then they'll do the weekly vault cadence like they did but it's moved to thursday so if you're wondering why you're getting your vault again that that is why but yeah
2: or if you're trying to open it on tuesday furiously yeah, And, and before you, you message all
1: of us, why the hell is my vault not working, damn reader? Why is my that's vault fine. not working? I need to know. Well, we're going to point you to this clip right here. Uh, yep. um, <laughs> but that is pretty much yeah. it for the patch, and I think that's going to push us to the end of the show. Nola, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, bud. We made it, fam. we 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 made it it. um sell out shout out anything that you want to talk about what uh what are you doing how can people find you
0: you can find me on youtube and twitch both underneath nola gold and you can check me out on twitter i post all my content on twitter as well at jody mf keith and you can also join the iq team discord they have events over there i'm part of the, the team gg iq iq discord um there will i don't have a link for that right now but it's out there it's (laughs) out you can find it my stream if you type in uh twitch.tv slash nola gold and the commands iq so
1: cool cool cool
0: if you want to see any of my memes check it out on the reddit i post memes every day so
1: i saw a meme from player and it was
0: (laughs) that was i mean that was the best meme it's so good Card, i i love card generation. card
1: is, but card is too strong I saw streamer play card against other against streamer b card was pivotal in beating streamer <laughs> at rep re- and then the retort was. Hi, I'm player one rank higher than you. You don't know how to play around card. If you use card B instead to play, if you tech out your deck with card that beats card, you could easily, sim- you could simply use your brain to beat this. I know this because I'm one rank higher than you. <laughs> It's yeah, so exactly. It
2: is. <laughs> and that's exactly how it goes. And yeah. it's perfect and the best. Yeah. it. it
1: I felt personally <laughs> attacked, but also it, it was correct. Saucy, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here?
2: Yeah. Uh, my website is just saucymailman.com. That's where all my links and stuff are at uh, on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. I'm just Saucy Mailman. Um, you'll find me playing a lot of Starlet Sears because that seems to be Who all I can play right there? now we yeah uh, a lot of a lot of Temos and starlet seers lately so
1: yes you can find me and saucy and actually nola as well in the rune terrible discord discord.me slash rune terrible radio if you haven't joined that already really great place we've got a lot of different community members in there all sorts of varying levels of com- competition and competitiveness mostly people just there to have a good time and uh, help each other out and all that stuff. So make sure you join that again, discord.me slash rune terrible radio. You can find me on the internet, on Twitter at the underscore Blevins or twitch.tv slash the Blevins, which is where we stream the show on Wednesdays, usually at eight Eastern. You can find all that uh, in the Discord. You can follow the show on Twitter at uh, at rune Terrible on Twitter. Go to runeterrible.com or deckpicks.live. dot live. Yes, that we we yes, do own is. deckpicks.live. dot live. Send us your deck picks, please. Send um, us all your deck picks. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, but that is going to be it for this episode. Again, Nola Gold, thank you so much for coming on. For Nola. We're saucy. I'm the Blevins, and we'll be back next week to talk about some more legends of Runeterra.